In light of the recent terroristic threats perpetrated by white American males, we wanted to take a moment to express our heartfelt sorrow for the loss of friends, family, citizens, and non-citizens. We were moved by this traditional Mexican song, Amor y Torno, sang at an El Paso vigil honoring the death of 22 victims. We wanted to share this song with you with the hopes to see our loved ones again. Let's make a difference whenever we vote so that there can be a change.
Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to I, I Have, have a, a Strange, strange story, story podcast. podcast. You paused before you said podcast. I know, because um, <laughs> I think that I was ahead of you. You weren't. I think we were perfect oh, and you bless. fucked it up. My bad. Welcome to the podcast. We're two sisters retell people's tr- strange and paranormal experiences through storytelling. <laughs> Nobody's ever said we're good at storytelling. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we're joining um, everyone, or y'all are joining us for episode 43. Lucky 43, they call it. That's what they say, right? Because four plus three <laughs> equals seven. Seven. But that's my favorite number. That. Oh, no. Yeah, seven's my favorite number. Cool. So get the fuck out of here with that. All right. Um. Do you have any announcements? <laughs> no. Today no? I have zero. I can't think of a one. Not one. Not a one. Okay. What you got? Um. Well, you know, uh, we had shared with the listeners, that I was going to get a tarot card reading, and I did it. Oh. I got it done. Oh. And it was a fun experience. Good. Yeah. Tell us it's about different. That. Well, let me tell you about this. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, my idea. First of all, one thing I want to say is there's a difference between a psychic reading and a tarot card reading. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that people get them mixed up. And so... I went into this with people telling me, they were like, don't say anything, don't explain anything, don't tell anything. But when I got there, there was a, a lot of room for communication, and um, which I did share information. And it ended up being a really great experience. I'll go into more details. But there's a difference. So tarot card readers read your cards and explain what the cards are in relation to where you are, right? Psychic tarot card readers will talk about the past, the present, and the future, But the person that I went to was basically in the moment they didn't make predictions. Cool. Okay. So it was basically just a reading of my life and where I was at this point. Um, And then I filled in the gaps and gave some backstory to explain why I was in this place. Which this place right now is reporting to you life from my parents' bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Where there are no animals. Um, But anyways, so I wanted to to explain that. Um, So my initial thoughts when I got there, it was a very, well, first of all, there was an orange cat waiting for me. Oh, my god! Fucking cutest cat. His name was Shrimp Scampy. It was adorable. I fucking love that. I know. So cute. He was really sweet and very, like, welcoming. And so I pet the cat for a long time. And then... But my thoughts were, so we went in, we sit down, introduce ourselves, very welcoming. But then, um, you know, we do a prayer. And my thoughts are, you know, and she talks about being very open and having positive energy. And I just pictured like a drag me to hell scene. Oh. <laughs> Where like, you know, the, the wind is blowing and demons are all, you know, floating around the room and killing people. I don't know. I was like, is this going to happen? Because I don't have a positive mindset. I was a little nervous about it. But she said, I know, I didn't, I don't think my face said it, but inside I said it. Um, but um, she said a prayer and um, I felt really relaxed and I felt positive. Um, 
and it felt good. I don't know. After she so she, prayer, you, you felt positive and good. Yeah, I okay. felt good. That's good. Um, I was, I mean, I was a little anxious because it was something new, and I thought, you know, we were both going to die because I'm a bad person, but that's not what happened. Um, so she had me also. I cut the cards, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, she dealt them out or whatever it is. Um, let's see. The one thing that we talked about. And the one thing that I realized while I was there is I think that this is a really therapeutic experience. So she was asking me questions like, what's my hell yeah? Um, what am I passionate about? And at the, in the moment, I could not tell her what I was passionate about. I couldn't tell her what my hell yeah moment was. I was like, nah. And when she was like, why are you here? And I was like, I guess I want to, you know, see my quality of life and if it's going to be good. And she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's really like an accelerated therapy. Um, cause being asked those questions, like you don't think about that shit every day. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like everyone who knows me, they'd be like, well, you're passionate about helping people. But when somebody asks me point blank, like, what are you passionate about? I'm like, mm-hmm. nothing. That's where I was in the moment at least. Um, so her reading of me was that, um, there were a lot of big changes and there was a lot of unknown for me. Um, but that that was going to take me to my next level of happiness. Um, and she pointed out that I was pretty terrified to look at myself um, and what I want. And that I'm basically going to have to take a leap of faith to get what I want. And that I've lived a life that was really structured and predictable. Um, and that there's a lot of change that has happened and that is going to come. Um, and that I need to be in a place where people get me where they get my weird sense of humor um, and that there's probably going to be something kind of out of left field for me. Um, that's going to be more for myself. Um, and that she suspects that I'm probably not as happy as I could be right now. Um, and it's because of how I landed to where I am. Um, and she reassured me that although the past 13 years of my life have been rough, that I may feel like I missed out, but I haven't missed out. That the universe put me through everything that it's put me through for a reason. And that the universe is going to support me as long as I don't keep repeating what I've done in the past. So for the past 13 years, as long as I make those changes, that the universe is going to support me. Um, And that I'm still going to get to have a good quality of life that I want. Um, I have a lot going on in the, and, um, there's a lot of fire in me and there's basically like magma under my surface. Um, and she came out to me and I didn't use this term, but she said that I've experienced a lot of gaslighting. Wow. And that I know, I thought that was interesting because I never used that term. Um, but she understood the term and she pointed out that I'd been through it. Um, so I got a full card. Um, which I think people usually associate that with probably with embarrassment or something like that. Um, but she said that that's me taking a big leap of faith and that I probably feel foolish for it because I'm having to do something I'm not always doing and I'm not prepared for. Um, let me see. It's like you're being charismatic and not really thinking about how this is going to affect anything. I guess that is the... The definition of taking a leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just trying to get to the next level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got a hanged man, um, which she says that's where you become something else. 
um, that you die and you reemerge and that you have to struggle to get out of what you're in, but uh, what you're what you're going through, but it's going to get you where you need to be. I mean, and she basically talked about the hangman of as like um, a, a, a caterpillar in a cocoon and then fighting to get its way out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this it was real relevant. The card seemed really relevant. Um, and the one of the things that she talked to me about was the curse of Cassandra. Do you know who that is? I've not heard of that before. At first, I acted like I knew. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. And then she was like, and do you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the curse of Cassandra, so this is from Greek mythology. And Cassandra was a woman, I think it was Zeus, who fell in love with her. And wanted her to be his. And she promised herself. She, she was like, yes, yeah, I'll be yours. Like, that's fine. He was like, because of that, I'm going to promise you the gift of being able to um, have prophecies. Predict things that are going to happen. And she was like, thanks, boy. And then she never hooked up with him. She was like, "Now," nah. And so she already had the gift. Oh. And Zeus couldn't take it away from her. But he's angry. Mm-hmm. And so he cursed her. To always utter prophecies that were true, but nobody was going to believe. Oh. (laughs) And so she said that I have the curse of Cassandra and that it's been repeating for years and that it's time like to end the curse, basically, that I need to be aware of it, that that's what's happening. And I mean, that's even really relevant, too. I mean, it's we've and I don't know, not everybody has maybe listened to all the episodes, but we did an episode where I talked about how I'd left a really abusive relationship. Um, and so all of this really kind of fit in that. I did talk to her about what I'd been through. Um, and I've been basically the past two years, cause a lot happened. I don't know if you remember that I left a job and I was jobless and like there was, and then there was a divorce. Like it was just all a mess. Yeah. Um, but in every single one of those, situations that I had been through in the past two years people didn't believe me but it was true what I was saying so um that was my reading and I do recommend that if you go into a reading you need to know if you're doing a psychic reading or not because you don't want to walk in there thinking you're reading something you're not and then be prepared to be open and be prepared to cry. <laughs> I definitely cried. I boohooed. I didn't expect to. Yeah, I, um, I cry. I cry very easily. So I do too. Yeah. It's the curse of Cassandra. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't know what it, it is. But. No, it's not. But anyways, that was my reading. It's very intimate. Mm-hmm. There's. Um, and you may not want to share everything. That was just my general reading that had a lot to do with where I am now and how I got here. And um, she was an amazing woman. And she was really excited about her podcast and she was going to listen. Oh, thank you. If yes. You're and she has stories. She actually said that she would want to be a guest. I would love that. That'd I know. So, cool. so I may um, sit with her and get a couple of stories from her. She said okay. she's had a crazy life. I can imagine. I know. <laughs> anyway, so um, cool. that's it. Thank you for I sharing guess, that, Lindsay. Yeah, it's it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. Why not? And do you want to talk about what you're drinking? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm Rebecca, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm sure you guys already know that. I'm drinking Apothic Dark, um, just like always, because um, it's always on sale at 
King Supers. And so I don't really know if it's actually on sale or if it's actually just the price. And they're like, what a deal. Two dollars off. Oh, how much is it? It's like 10 bucks. Oh, no. And that's a sale. Is it? Yeah, because I think it's twelve dollars here. Oh, I love it. Ooh, I got a little, I got a little out of breath. I had to move around. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking a. Ooh, <clears throat> a a dark red tripel beer. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. It's good though. It's um, I picked it because it's ten percent. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Awesome. I thought I'd get cute on count. <laughs> she just got <laughs> real cute. <laughs> like real cute. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Let's read our stories. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So. You go first. You tag your it. I go first. Uh, yes. Because it's odd and four plus three equals seven and that's odd and, you know. That's weird. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Uh, anywho, so this is a story that comes from a listener named Jamie. And hey, Jamie. thank you so much, Jamie, for sharing your experience. I was very excited to read this. Um, it's a cool story, so I will go on. So we're going to talk about Jamie's first apartment. It sounds like she lived in a pretty cool place. Okay. Her first apartment was in downtown Salem, fucking Massachusetts. What? That's cool. I know. She was in the district known for these big, beautiful buildings and historic architecture. And um, so why not live there? That sounds like, that sounds pretty fucking badass. And so from what I gathered from this story is I think that her apartment used to be a home. A home that had a servant's quarter and um you know like a main building just the way that this sounds yeah so just a little caveat about what that's gonna look like in your head and she lives in the area upstairs downstairs sure i don't know anything about that okay yeah so think downton abbey oh there you go okay (laughs) so um she had this badass apartment and with her roommate and shit would happen in their in their apartment. And she said that they were constantly, like, bantering back and forth, sometimes arguing. But stuff would happen. So they would come home, and a cabinet would be open in the kitchen. And he would blame her. And she's like, dude, it wasn't me. And then they would hear strange noises. And things went mi- missing, and they were moved. And... um And so they just kind of joked about it, like, okay, this is funny. This is our ghost. Um, They also had a strange draft in the house, and she felt movement at the end of her bed sometimes. No. Um, So eventually, he moved out. He's a smart man. Well, I mean, I don't know what happened, but he moved out. But he is a smart okay. man. Sure, whatever. Um, I'm sure he's very intelligent. Um, so eventually he moved out. Um, and that was kind of the opportunity for her to figure out if maybe this was him doing these things. And just blaming it okay. on her. Or being silly, playing a little prank. But the activity didn't stop. So she knew that it wasn't him. And she wasn't doing these crazy things. So she just finally accepted that she had um, a friendly ghost in her house. 
And she was cool with it. She didn't feel afraid. Um, she didn't feel threatened. But just weird shit would happen every once in a while. So eventually, though, she did have to start to move out. So she started packing up um, to leave. And she said at that point, the activity increased. And what they would, what they loved to do is they played with the kitchen cabinets. So um, <laughs> they would, she would leave the kitchen, cabinets would be closed. She'd come back in, cabinets would be opened. Okay, that's a little too much. That is like, too that's, much. Mm-hmm. That's like we're starting to get into the movie Poltergeist where it's all fun and games at first, mm-hmm. and then a kid gets sucked away through a closet. Yeah, exactly. And a clown Oof. comes to life, and then there's a tree swallows a kid. A tree co- swallows a kid. You um, you move the graves, but you didn't take the bodies. Why didn't you take the bodies? Yeah, this is that well, kind then of situation. The thing that also freaked me out is that in one of those scenes, the mom just got out of the shower and she's only in underwear and a t-shirt and she goes outside. <laughs> and that always really upset me as a kid. Yeah, she needs, I mean. I wanted her to have pants on. Yeah, sure. I mean, do whatever you want, but like. Yeah, I guess you got to save a kid in your underwear. You got that's what you got to do. Well, if you're a woman in a movie, you've got to save your kid. Save in a, a kid in your underwear. In your you're underwear. right. Exactly. So. That's bullshit. Fuck that scene. <laughs> I'm glad that we got that off of our chest. Um, no. So they also had a dumb waiter in the back. Have you? Do you know what that is? So they had. That's a, the police system. Yeah, exactly. They're very dangerous because, um, oh. you know, a lot of kids want to play in them because they yes. think that's fun. But don't, you know, uh-huh. if you're a kid or if you can fit in a dumbwaiter, don't get in it. It's very dangerous. Aww. They had a dumbwaiter in the back of her apartment and this ghost and she's identifying this ghost as a he. She just felt like it was a male presence. Mm-hmm. She f- said that he would leave um, the dumbwaiter open and he would make little noises inside. Um, there was this one time a specific story. Um, her friends came over and they were watching a movie and suddenly the, the television changed. The movie they were watching just disappeared and this old black and white film came on. It was a silent Ooh. film. And she no. said, yeah, <laughs> she said, so she was like, well, that's a weird thing. So they picked up the remote. They couldn't change the channel. You know, she was doing everything that she could. She got up and she like tried to turn off the television and wouldn't turn off. And then, you know, everybody's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? So eventually she just unplugged the television from the wall and that's what reset it. But she couldn't get it to change any other time. She'd have to. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then, um, another instance is one night, um, she was in bed and she was finish up, finishing up work and she had just the television on in the background. And she was tired and she was ready to, to end her night. And at this time, she had a cat. She got a little kitty cat to keep her company because her roommate moved out. And she felt a movement at the foot of her bed. And she's like, it's my kitty cat. Mm. Come to see me. Mm. So she, you know, she dropped what she was doing. She was really happy and she looked down and her cat wasn't there. Mm-mm. And then she felt something next to her and she turned <sighs> oh. and she said it was like somebody was laying down on the pillow next to her. Like it indented into the pillow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that motherfucker laid down next to her 
And Jamie noped the fuck out of there. She said, nope, yeah. not sleeping in here. This is, you know, she's like, this. you've crossed the line, buddy. We were cool until yeah. you decided to sleep with me. And she said she's never felt um, threatened or scared. But she felt like, you know, that was too much to lay down next to me. So she yeah. got the fuck out of her bedroom and she slept on her couch, which that's pretty he should have gone to the couch he should have gone to the couch <laughs> exactly that motherfucker i know she she should have been like i got my sage bitch yeah go to the couch go to the couch exactly we're not friends oh my anymore. god yeah he just decided to slip in there oh, i thought we were this was cool what an entitled man <laughs> well exactly god so she said that um, a couple of other things happened. The ghost would mess with the with the AC. It would turn on and off. Um, whenever she would have a water bottle out, it would rock back and forth or uh, front to back. And any time that she would get her camera out to film it, it would stop. Or mm-hmm. the camera would malfunction, so she couldn't do anything about it. Um, I feel like this was kind of towards the end that she lived in their, her house, but her best friend came over and they decided they were going to take photos of the house just for funsies. Mm -hmm. And so they took photos and what came on the photos was pretty amazing. She said that she saw orbs. She saw strange streams of lights, but the most interesting thing that she found that night was a face in a mist that was floating above her couch. No, mm-hmm. I can't. I know, right? She's, was it a big face or a normal size face? You know what? Um, I don't know. She didn't say. Okay. But it's a she weird said, question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it was a big face, not a normal face. <laughs> Good question. Sorry. <laughs> so she says, though, the unfortunate thing is that camera never worked right again. And she could Aww. not load her photos onto a computer after that. Like, it just malfunctioned and just turned to shit. So, she moved out of there. She did a little research, though, before she left. And she said that um, the owner of the building had been involved in a murder in that house in the 1800s. And so, the owner in the 1800s? The owner had been in, okay. involved in a murder in the 1800s, okay. yes. And she said it was a large house. And she said that there was probably a, a lot of servants there. And she said it could have been anyone. So she's not saying that it is the um, the owner of the house. Um, but she said that he always felt like it was a friendly spirit. And she was never um, afraid. But she suspected that the ghost was lonely and wanted her attention. I think so. I think he was in love with her. Yeah. It makes me kind of sad. I don't know if he was in love with her or just just needed a companion. (laughs) Like like she said, I mean, we don't know the lives of of ghosts or spirits if if they have other other spirits to talk to. But I mean, I you took a large, you know, risk laying down next to a girl, Mr. Ghosty. Like, yeah. don't do that. That's don't not do that. cool. Not cool. Dude, out of all of the like poltergeisty stories, because I feel like that's a poltergeist. Sure. You think it's, no. I mean, it's a, it's an, it's an, it annoyed her. Um, it was noisy. It was a noisy, but um, I wonder if it was also attached to the house. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. 
Yeah. They knew and not the person. Right. You're right. It's attached to the house, mm-hmm. not the person. Yeah. They, My bad. They they liked to hang out in the kitchen. So maybe it was a servant or somebody who, who liked to cook. And maybe they were judging you on um, what kind of dishes that you had and shit. And were, you know, or maybe you were like, they were like, you need to dust this bitch. Please. Um, That's her heart. I know. Um, so they knew where everything was. They liked to hang out with, you know, it just makes me feel like that it was probably a servant because I don't feel like an owner of the home would, um, would hang out with shit that he doesn't know what to do with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like out of all of the like ghost stories, Mm -hmm. this one creeps me out the most. Because they lay down next to her? I don't know if it's that. I think it's just... For me, it's all so relatable, I guess. I don't know. How is it relatable? For readers or for listeners. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you personally. Like. No, because I think it's because, like, it's, they're all just simple things that were happening. Mm-hmm. It's all those simple things that were like, oh, the cabinets are open. Mm-hmm. No big deal. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. Or, oh, it's my cat down at the end of the bed. It's not your cat. My friend. I don't um, know. In her house. Um she told me that the cabinets would be open sometimes and they had a cat. And so she just assumed that it was the cat. Um, but it would happen like whenever the cat was upstairs or whatever. So it wasn't, it probably wasn't the cat. So she would experience that. And then somebody that came over to watch the cats or her pets, cause she had dogs too. She would, um, let the dogs out hang out with them in the backyard, bring them back in, all the fucking cabinets would be open. Mm-mm. Yeah. God damn, that's creepy. That is weird, isn't it? There is, after the last story I read, which was about a poltergeist, mm-hmm. I did some research and I said that sometimes they kick, bite, or hit. Mm-hmm. And I was going to sleep the other night and I thought, I repeated that in my head and I was like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and I've been convinced that I'm going to be kicked, bit, or hit. You have, and that absolutely terrifies me. I know you have more like you have more of a percentage of a animal kicking or biting you. Or <laughs> yeah. You can blame that on a ghost, but you know that's a cat or a dog. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it's just creepy, man. That was, I mean, for me, that was a really creepy story. I appreciate it's a good that story. She has another yeah. one, and so we'll read that another time. Thank you so much, Jamie, yeah. for sharing that with us. Thanks, girl. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, a really I'm supposed good story. to send you stickers. I already got your address and everything, and then I didn't do anything yet. <laughs> it's only been a couple of days. I'll do it. Lindsay, it's not, Just it's you not Jamie. What? It's Leslie. No, it was Jamie too, girl. I talked to her on Instagram. Okay, never mind. Don't act like I'm fucking crazy. Okay, I'm going to cut this part out. <sighs> <laughs> you stupid bitch. I know. God damn it. <laughs> Tell your fucking right. story. Okay, let me let me take a drink of beer really quick. Yeah, you take a drink of that wine and you fucking tell me I'm fucking up again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, girl. I'm just playing. I know. I'm mm. not really sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have another doppelganger story. Yes, your favorite. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. I have a lot of favorites. I know, skinwalkers, um, doppelgangers, uh-huh. poltergeists. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
I like all of those things. Yeah. I like aliens that explore buttholes. We haven't gotten one of those yet. We haven't. Come on, guys. Hey, listen. <laughs> like, listen. It's, it can be anonymous. Yeah. Just let us know. <laughs> all right. So this is also from a person who is living in an apartment. Ooh, we have a theme I know, today. that's interesting. Um, but I think this is a kid. Anyways, to set the background, it's an apartment complex. It's a pretty empty apartment complex because everything hasn't been rented out yet. So the second floor wasn't rented out. So this person was on the first floor. And it's a Sunday morning, and she and her brother were watching Card Captor Sakura. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, which is an anime. <laughs> Very good. Um, and then they heard a knock on the door. I think they were probably eating tricks. That's what I like to think. Or like Fruit Loops. Oh. Do you remember eating tricks? Yeah. We never got to have it except when we went to our grandparents' house. Houses, yeah. We ate Cheerios. And not Cheerios the good ones. And it was like... The ones with no... They weren't Honey Nut. They were just regular. They were disgusting. And then sometimes we would get Apple Jacks. You didn't like Apple Jacks. I liked Apple Jacks. Oh, I thought you did. I thought just Dad and I liked them. You love <laughs> to do that. <laughs> you love to think that you and our father are the special ones of the family. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> oh, also about this apartment. So it's small. It's a two-bedroom. There's a kitchen. There's one bath. And then there's a big window that's by the front door. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So they heard the knock. And so she got up. She looked out that big window that's by the door and she saw her father that was out there. And she was like, oh, there's dad. Um, So she went to the door and she started to open it. And when she started, well, she went to unlock it and her mother screamed at her and she was like, don't open the door. You don't know who that is. And she was like, no, it's dad. I saw him. And she said that her mother like freaked out and she went to the door and she looked through the peephole and then she looked at her kids terrified and she told them to go to the very back room of the apartment. Um, and I don't know where what room that is, but that's where they were told to go. So then she went and she woke up her father. Um, he was really mad. <laughs> and he was confused. Hold on go a ahead. second. Uh-huh. You're telling me she was like, kids, go to the back room, probably her uh-huh. bed- their bedroom, where yeah. their father was asleep. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Yeah. So he got up. He comes out and they explain what they saw. And they're like, there's this man knocking at the door and it's you. And the father yelled, who is it? And nobody would answer. Um, so he was, he went through a list of things he's going to do. He's going to call the cops, probably going to beat the shit, shit out of him, do all this stuff. And there was nothing. Um, the guy wouldn't talk. He just stood there and stared at the front door. I remember they have that big window, so they're able to look at, look out. So you know these kids were told to go to the back room, and they did not. <laughs> they just kept watching, which seems natural. Yeah, I would have done the, do same the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they're still looking out there. There's no expression on this dude's face or a response. It's just a blank stare. So then the mom took the kids to the back room, and the father went and got their one weapon in the house which was a metal bat okay yeah so we got the metal bat he told the guy he's coming out there the father opened the door and then he was gone oh my god (laughs) 
So the father stepped out. He goes and he looks everywhere and he doesn't ever see the man there. Um, And then she went on to explain that the door to that apartment was a really heavy, like metal door. And it um, made a lot of noise when they opened it. It made a lot of noise when people knocked on it. It made a lot of noise when people walked by because it was a metal door. So like the noises wouldn't be absorbed. Right. So she said whenever her dad opened the door, um, there was no noise. There were no footsteps. Like they didn't hear anything. And then her father came back in. So some of the thoughts behind it was that maybe the old switcheroo happened (gasps) and that the dad went outside and the doppelganger switched places with him. How do you know? I don't know. It's just suggested that that maybe that's what happened. It's from Reddit and I was going through and reading everything. Right. Wow. And the, the person who shared the story, they're like, yeah, totally could have happened. That's crazy. I know. Can you imagine looking out and seeing your doppelganger. I mean, it's like a scary fucking movie. It's like yeah. that movie us. It was, was like it, was us. that the name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, a good movie. Meh. It was predictable. You don't like it? Hmm. I know I'm the worst. Don't take me to go see a, a scary movie. I don't want to talk about scary movies with you. I know. Cause I'll I mean, ruin it wasn't them for you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a scary movie, but it was a, it was a like novel idea. Yeah. It was a good idea. Right? I'll give it that. Yeah. Like, it was creepy. Sure. Okay. Okay. I mean, as long as it's kind of creepy. Anyways, so um, that's my story. That's a good story. Yeah, I don't know. Um, There's so many, you know, there's all these weird. Ooh, sorry about that. That was my wine glass. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's weird theories about meeting your doppelganger. Usually means you're going to die, man. Yeah, or so, (laughs) yeah. So in the spirit realm or whatever and you know um it is an omen right like you're gonna you are gonna die if you see your doppelganger it's a it's a bad omen right yes um in in other theories it also means like if you meet your doppelganger the world is gonna explode (laughs) oh man which it didn't clearly um it reminds me of this really um cool episode of the X-Files when the every time these two women that looked like each other like were in proximity like earthquakes would happen and shit would be falling and stuff like that so they had to they kept on moving far away from each other but they they ended up in the same place (laughs) (laughs) Kathy uh, Gifford Uh played it played the role yeah a lot of people hate her I don't know why I think she's funny they think she's annoying anywho yeah so um yeah, I don't know, dude. If I saw my doppelganger outside, I would probably freak out. Unless they were, like, smiling and happy and, like, waving. Yeah, unless it's a real person. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, There's the a real difference. person, like, who genetically, where, where there's not enough genetics to go around. So, we're, you know, there's someone who's going to look like you. Mm-hmm. But then there's the creepy one right. that's going to kill you. You know, though, um, what I've also heard about doppelgangers is that they will lead you somewhere. And they're, so they're, they're leading you away. They'll lead you to a dark place or they'll lead you maybe to your death. Um, Ah. I don't know. Um, but they will, um, I don't know what happens after that. I've never heard of a story where the, the, you know, somebody followed a doppelganger 
and what happened to that person afterwards. Like, did they, like you said, did they replace that other person kind of like a changeling? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is the work of fairies. Fucking fairies. Fucking fairies. From Scotland. Man. Sorry, Abby. I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's cool. That reminded me of one more thing that I was going to mention, but then I forgot. I hate when that happens. I know. It was going to be cool. I was uh, like, this will sound so cool if I say I it. That's something for this. What are you doing? What are you reaching for? My book. Oh, get your book out. Yeah, because we're going to wrap this bitch up unless you can. Oh, I was going to. Let me fill in the space. Da da da. Da da da. Ah 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 ah. You usually go first. So why don't you go ahead and say your thing? Did I sound like Pee Wee Herman? Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, all right. So <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we didn't get one fucking email of anybody wanting to adopt any of my animals. Still taking it just fucking baffles me. What's the matter? What's the matter? Nobody wants to adopt any of my dogs or my cat. You don't want a tiny dog that I'll bark at you for no reason. And you're welcome, everyone, for recording in my mom and dad's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not pathetic no it's fine nobody <laughs> said that nobody thought nobody it either did. nobody understands my circumstances is different <laughs> i'm not like all the other 30 year olds at home okay <laughs> i'm a successful manager she's a manager i'm actually a director but i'll take a manager yeah, too any day i manage stuff anyways if you want us to read your story, you can send it to I Have a Strange Story podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, at gmail.com. And we'll read your story and we'll send you stickers eventually. Yeah. And uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. Uh, tell us about us to your friends if they have some weird stories. Um, if you rate us or review us, please send us a snapshot of that review. And uh, in an email and with your physical address, and we will mail you some stickers. Um, also, if you want to send us uh, your story in through the mail or anything else that um, you think that Lindsay needs in her life right now, you know, if you have a chihuahua that you're getting <sighs> rid of, a cat, don't you dare, um, don't you something that barks dare. a lot. You know what? She really needs a parrot right now. Oh my send God. it to PO Box. <laughs> 2292 Georgetown, Texas. That's G E O R G E T O W N 78627. And she will be accepting any animal. That is not no, true, really. guys. Don't, don't send any animals through the mail. That's just Yeah, cruel. that's crazy. It's just mean and cruel. Um, we're going to be at the, um, the podcast meetup in San Antonio on September. 14th or something? No. 7th. <sighs> I think 7th. it's 7th. Yeah. Um, so join us there. That'll be fun. I'm trying to figure out where that's going to be right now. Okay, here we go. Yeah, September 7th uh, in San Antonio at the podcast, uh, the Texas Podcast Union at the Hoppy Monk. We're going to be there from 6 to 11. We have got some stuff. Um, so we're going to be passing out some swag. Yes. We some- we're going to make t-shirts, everyone. We're going to make t-shirts. Okay, now we have to do the t-shirts. Because <laughs> I said it. We just talked about it earlier. 
We're doing okay, t-shirts. we're gonna do the t-shirt. Yeah, we're doing t-shirts, and they're gonna be personally drawn by Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I drew the thing. It's cool. I do the thing. It'll be fun. And we're going to have little pin, like button pins. We're going to have little button pins. And I'm making Stick some candles. And we got some and stick some candies. And some candy. And some podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we're also going to try to set up to... I don't know if we can do this yet. Mm-hmm. But we'll try to set up um, so that you guys... Whoever comes and wants to share a story, they'll be able to share a story with us while we're there and we can record it. Yeah, maybe we'll give something cool to them if they yeah, do Yeah, I have, I mean, yeah, yeah, I have four microphones. Fuck, man. I know. It's, awesome. it's Amazon. <laughs> it's because they, like, my shipment got delayed and all. It's like, Amazon, where are my microphones? And they're like, we're so sorry, we'll just send you two more. And I was like, thanks. Now I have four. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> Thanks again, Jamie. I hope I didn't breathe hard in this episode because I've been drinking beer. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, then I guess we'll talk to you later. Shit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> God. Damn. <laughs>